Coming up on today's episode of the Locked On Bucks podcast, David and I finish out our all-time Buccaneers rosters. Guys, do you remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. Blue Chew, that's blue like the color blue. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach, and since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as the pill, so you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. Now, this isn't just for guys who can't perform. It's for any guy who wants that extra function to enhance their performance in the bedroom. For instance, you know, a lot of guys talk a big game, but if you're a one-and-done kind of guy, Blue Chew can even help you get to round number two. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package, so no in-person doctor's visits, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than the pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for all our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when using our special promo code Locked On. Just pay the $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com, promo code Locked On, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, to try Blue Chew for free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. You are Locked On Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up and welcome back to the Locked On Bucks podcast. I'm James Yarko, joined as always by David Harrison. You can find everything that we're doing over at BucksNation.com and make sure you follow along on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JayArco underscore Bucks, at DH82 underscore Bucks, and at Bucks underscore Nation. Yesterday's episode, David, we we picked our starting offense using all the Buccaneers. In, in, well, all the Buccaneers were available, but we picked the best of the best to have a, uh, a starting offensive lineup. And today... We are diving into the defensive side of the ball to round out your and my all-time greatest Buccaneers lineups. And uh, you put the poll out there to see who who the people liked better, and uh, it's neck and neck, man. Is it? It is. That is good. I mean, the real the real vote. Um, I guess I mean the one that matters, I suppose, will be obviously for the entire roster, but that's coming later. Um, but yeah, we'll see who wins the offense. We'll see who wins the defense, and then we will see who wins in totality at a later date to be determined soon. All right. Well, I had the number one pick yesterday, which means you, sir, have the honor or the or the the problem of having the number one pick because with you taking the number one pick, you know, you're going to take basically who you feel is the best defender in Bucks history, mm-hmm. but then I get two in a row. Yeah, but see, it's not that easy because, again, like you said, there's a strategy to it, but getting there right is. to it, I'm taking Warren Sapp. Okay. All right. I like I'm it. I'm going to anchor my defense. I'm going to use big old 99, and I'm going to start with Warren Sapp. It's just how it's going to happen. All right. Well, that was that was quick. Yeah. That no was NFL quick. commercials here. No reason to drag it out. Let's just get it done. <laughs> All right. Well, then, of course, I'm going to take 
Derek Brooks as one of my outside linebackers. And mm-hmm. I will take, since you took Sap, give me Leroy Selman. Nice. I didn't know where you were going to go. I, obviously, I knew Derek Brooks was going to be one of your picks. I didn't know where you were going to go with pick number two. That's good. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm uh, mm-hmm. I'm I'm happy about that move. Yeah, as would as would I be if I were you. I am going to now take. We're just going to race through this. Apparently, I am going to go with my next two picks. I'm taking Johnny Lynch, yep, and I saw that I'm taking Ron Day. I'm just, just let's just get all the Super Bowl winners. Well, I guess not all. You're probably going to take the other one, but let's just let's just start getting Super Bowl guys out of there. All right. Wow. Yeah. I mean, those are those are slam dunk picks, man. Like I can't even I can't even knock you. All right. Well, then let's go ahead on on one side of Leroy Selman. Let's line up Simeon Rice. Now's the tough part. All right. My other I'm taking my my. Other outside linebacker. In Levante David. Give me Levante and Derek Brooks. I'm all about that. Well, that's good. That's good. All <laughs> right. So since you're going to take the top two defensive ends, um, I'm going to take Gerald McCoy. Oh, I was kind of so, hoping he was going to fall to me. Yeah, I mean, if listen, if I can't get the best edge, I'm going to get all kinds of up-the-middle penetration on you and Jameis. Um, and I'm going with, I'm going Hardy. Give me Hardy. <sighs> Both. I was hoping one of the two was going to fall to you, me. You can't, you can't do it. You can't, I can't, I can't let you. Come on. Come on. All right. All right. All right. So that means, you know what? We're going to go ahead. We're going to round out my linebackers in the middle. A man who's still in the building. Shelton Corals. Very good. Very good. <laughs> and then let's see. I got I got Selman and Simeon on the right side of my line. But I still need some help, you know, up the middle. So the, the tandem with Selman at the other defensive tackle spot. Mm-hmm. Mr. Monday night football cart himself, Mr. Booger McFarland. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's a good pick. So yeah, I've I've focused all on the front seven. I have no secondary yet. Yeah, so you're mirroring the current Buccaneers. But um, whoa, shot fired. <laughs> to be seen, to be determined. So you're tapped out in the middle. You still have mm-hmm. an edge rusher to draft. I got you. All right. Um, well, then I am going to take a guy who had a pretty good pro career before getting to Tampa. And since getting to Tampa, has averaged double-digit sacks every single season he's played for. <laughs> and of course, I'm talking about Jason Pierre-Paul. What a great way to introduce that pick, Bravo, sir! <laughs> Honestly, so so, I didn't even have him on my list. What? You're crazy. So I'm taking JPP. Um, so that's one defensive end for myself. And since you're tapped out on linebackers, mm, see, man. I got. Uh, I'm going with Darrell Rivas. I had him on my list. Yeah, I mean, historic. Like as far as like historic Bucks are concerned, obviously he's not going to be on there. But when we're talking about, we talked about this last last night, right? Like we're talking about the totality of the player. Right. Rivas Island, like 
Revis Island and the list of the Bucks. He was a pro bowler for the Bucks, but I mean, obviously, you know, his stint was kind of, you know, not not the greatest in the world overall. And I, I think there was like an ESPN article that named him like the biggest one of the biggest mistakes in Bucks history or something. I don't know. But, you know, some of the critics are going to say, well, he's only here, you know, for a short period of time when you have other guys that I'm not just going to give away because I don't want to add names to your list if they're not already there, which I'm sure they probably are anyway. But, you know, it is what it is. So, uh, yeah, so Darrell Revis. So I got Revis and Barber. As my corners, and then uh, yeah, JPP is my first defensive end off the okay. Board. Yeah, I uh, I need to look at at my secondary right now because I have a, a formidable six out of seven up up front. So first, I'm gonna take Donnie Abraham as as one of my corners here. Yeah, that's who I was going back and forth with. Obviously, the more classic Buck, right? Like yeah. And but, then the other uh, one is another guy. He was he was good in Tampa. He just couldn't get his head out of his butt, and he's gone on to be an all-pro, pro bowler, Super Bowl champion. Opposite yeah. Donnie Abraham, give me a keep to lead. Yeah. Good picks. Good picks. Yeah. Yeah. We are flying through this right now. We are. But I think things are about to get interesting. So we just well, I mean, we only, we only have board. four picks left each. Yeah. I'm going to say what's probably going to be – my most surprising see this is going to be kind of like the uh the bryant pick from yesterday where okay. i'm probably going to be alone on this because i'm definitely going out on my own little flyer that's okay though so we discussed this right we're not limiting linebackers so, like i got hardy nickerson but that doesn't mean i can't take some other linebackers right right i'm gonna take Quan. and before everybody throws tomatoes at my roster remember Quan did play on the outside at lsu so He's got the ability, and um, he's got the fire. He's got the speed. He's got the range. We all know that. So I'm taking Quan as one of my linebackers. I can't I can't hate on it. Over to you, sir. Right? Or no, no, I have one you, more pick. Yeah, you got one more. Unless you want to skip your pick. Uh, no, I definitely don't. I'm going to say Dexter Jackson. I mean, oh. Super Bowl MVP. That Super Bowl MVP. I mean, the list of Buccaneers free safeties. I mean, it's a little thin. It it's is a little thin. So, yeah, uh, yeah I'm going. I'm going. D Jack, D Jacks. The 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 good one. The good Buccaneer D Jacks. Um, yeah, that's that's where we're gonna go with that. On yeah, to you, sir. That was 100 my next pick. Um, okay, so now I gotta. I'm tilting. All right, I'm gonna round out my my defensive line here because you still need another defensive end um so i got simeon rice i got leroy salmon i got booger mcfarland and the the list of left defensive ends for the bucks not all that impressive so i'm gonna take the best out of the group give me uh greg spires speaking well i still got one more Oh my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. Okay. And and speaking of on the field versus off the field, since you took my my safety pick again, I have to tilt. I'm looking at at two guys. One was a pretty impactful guy, but couldn't get out of trouble enough to even stay in the NFL, let alone with the Buccaneers. And the other one is another huh. Pro Bowler, you know, a a big time you know, star who just didn't work out with Tampa. I, I kind of chalked that up more to coaching than anything. 
Yeah, I mean, since you're not drafting any safeties, your safeties are locked up. I'm looking at Deshaun Goldson, and I'm okay. looking at Tenard Jackson. Okay, Ten- yeah, both are definitely guys I considered on my list. I didn't end up putting them on my list, but both are definitely guys I considered. Because, like, Tenard was a beast, but he just couldn't get his, his mind right. We're taking totality of the players. Give me Deshaun Goldson as my free safety. Okay. And uh, it's over to you. So you have both your safeties, or you only have one safety? I only have one. Okay, because we're only, not the only positions I have left are safety and punter. Yeah, things have things have slowed down quite a bit. We were we were flying, and now we've kind of hit that wall where it's like, you know, there's there's some all time great Buccaneers defensive players, but these positions thin out pretty fast. Yeah, they do, they do, they do. All right. So I got to draft a defensive end and I need another linebacker. Oh, so you have, yeah, you have five picks left or three, three, picks three picks left. My bad. I'm taking Devin white. I don't even care. Nice. That it's all hype <laughs> right now. I'm taking Devin white. So I got Hardy Nickerson, Quan Alexander, Devin white. And you know what? Devin white. One of the biggest fe- features about him coming out in the draft this year is that he can play sideline to sideline. So I don't even care. That I got three inside linebackers lining up across my <laughs> my my uh, linebacker group. They all have range and they're all monsters. So we're gonna make it happen. Yeah, they're all insanely athletic. I I would love to watch that defense. Yeah, yeah. All right, I I I love it. Well, I'm glad you say so. So I hope our audience is listening. That James Jarko would love to see my defense. I'm just, just, put, just putting that out there. I would love to see your linebackers. Right. I would love to see the three of you. them coexist together. So. I'm going to take a little bit of a risk similar to the one that you took yesterday. And I am taking my punter now. And I'm taking Brian Anger. Not even on my list. How is Brian Anger not on your You realize out of all the Buccaneers punters in history, he has the best net yardage out of all of them. Not even on He's my literally list. the best punter in franchise history. Literally. Just saying. Eh. Eh. <laughs> That's your eh. response. <laughs> expert analysis yeah i mean you're only going to get that kind of analysis here all right well since you took anger and you wanted to poop all over all over the fact that i didn't have him on my list (laughs) my punter is going to be josh bidwell who averages for well with tampa with tampa he averages one yard less per punt hey that yard is important. Don't knock just, that yard. I'm just saying it's not a saying. it's not a massive difference. It's enough. You're 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 looking at a, a, a still a, a very good punter. I mean, honestly, I was I was gonna pick Tom Tupa just to have Tom Tupa. Yeah. He's definitely someone that came up. It's really sad actually, the amount of punters that came up when we got to that part. Yeah. Yeah, it really was. But Tupa was a beast, man. Yeah. Tupa was, I mean, he kicked for like 68 years. And <laughs> I don't think he ever had a, a a bad season. He played he played from 1988 to 2004. And in his two years with Tampa, he averaged 43 yards per punt. So two yards less than Anger, one yard less than Bidwell. But his career average was 43 and a half yards. Mm-hmm. He played for 75 teams. <laughs> he was in the league so long, he played for the Phoenix Cardinals. 
half of our listeners don't even know about the Phoenix Cardinals. Yeah. So anyway, that leaves me with one more pick. And since we've gone through this pretty fast, David, do you want to draft head coaches tonight? And I, I will I will clarify by saying this, since I have asked while it is on my turn, <laughs> yeah. if you want to draft them tonight, I will not take one here. I will wait until the final pick before I take my head coach. Okay. Yeah, sure. We can do that. That's fine. Okay. So that leaves me with one more pick. Uh, for my other safety, give me somebody else who uh, shined pretty bright in the Super Bowl. Man that had two interceptions and two touchdowns, Dwight Smith. Uh, 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 uh. So it is over to you, sir. You have what? What position do you have left? Is it a defensive, defensive end? end? Okay, all right. You have defensive end, and then you can you can take the first coach. I think yep. I know who you're gonna take, but you know who I'm taking. So, um, we talked yesterday, and we're basically kind of talking what these players could have been, i.e., Cadillac, right? Yes, this guy. Defensive end, I mean, I when he was healthy, he lit the world on fire. And, I mean, I remember very vividly Rondé Barber was covering a Buccaneers game, and this guy was on the field because he was finally somewhat healthy. And, I mean, dude, I, I can't remember if he had had a sack or not yet or whatever, but, I mean, just snap after snap. Like, you just watch him, and he was just getting his guy. Like, he was getting getting, getting penetration helping collapse the pocket like he was getting the job done. And then he got hurt again. And it turned out to be, I want to say that was the last game that we saw Jack Smith play for the Buccaneers. And that dude had such a bright future if his body would have just held up to the career choice that he had or that he took. So I'm taking Jack Smith. I'm taking Jaquiz Smith. That's, that's an interesting I always call him Jack pick. Smith because I don't know how to say his name. Jaquiz ja- Smith. Jaquiz. Jaquiz Smith, yeah. That's a and it was very between- interesting pick. It, I know it is, and that, that's why I say it's kind of like my Bryant pick from yesterday because it's definitely got a little bit of sentimental value to it. But if you remember watching Jack Smith play, when that dude was healthy, man, that dude was on fire. Um, Michael Bennett, obviously, is a name that I considered. Yep, uh, Cheedy, I considered. Even yep. Robert, Robert Ayers. I mean, Adrian Clay, Claiborne even turned into uh, a pretty decent you know, defensive end. I know he kind of like, for me, he kind of falls in the Steve Young category, not that you know Adrian Claiborne is the Steve Young of defensive ends, but that Adrian Claiborne really wasn't anything with Tampa and then turned into a better player outside of Tampa. Yeah, he came into his own. Uh, The other one that I had written down was uh, Styles G. White. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was something I didn't write him down because I had enough people written down that I didn't need to add him, but I did have him on my radar. Uh, But, yeah, I'm going Jack Smith, and I I know it's a little bit like Michael Bennett would probably get me more votes. You know what I mean? I got it, but I'm going Jack Smith because I just – Man, if that dude could have just stayed healthy, he'd have been he would have been a monster. Um, so I'm going Jack Smith. All right. And then uh, I'm taking BA. I mean Yeah, I, I figured you were. Yeah, well, I mean, I laid down the groundwork yesterday. Like the way I described the way I was looking at my offense, you know what I mean? I got I got a quarterback who is gonna make smart decisions, distribute the ball, and make the reads that he needs to make. Um I've got a good off I've got a good offensive line to to set up the run to to hold the pocket a receiving tight end, uh, which I know actually kind of goes outside of the BA thing, but that's kind of like 2019 BA where I think it's going to happen. Um, I've got some receivers who are going to be able to execute uh, what what he would like to do or what we've seen his teams do in the past. And he doesn't necessarily have to rely on speed. I know he likes speed and likes stretching the field, but he'll also stretch the field with guys who aren't burners. Um, and obviously, you know, if we got into the depth, I would probably do try to find me a speed guy. 
uh, two running backs who can both run the ball and catch the ball. That's actually why I targeted having two running backs that could do that is because I had B.A. on the brain um, while I was forming my offense. And then this defense, I mean, I know we're not recapping yet, but tell me this defense isn't just built to attack the crap out of you. Yeah, well, and and I'm I'm taking a similar approach. I'm looking at my defense. I'm looking at the way that I've constructed this, and there's only one option for me at at head coach, and that's Tony Dungy. You know, yeah. my my defense is lined up perfectly for the Tampa two, and nobody ran it or implemented it as effectively as Tony Dungy and, and of course Monty Kiffin, but. I mean, to me, that's that's the slam dunk. Now, I probably would have gone Gruden if he hadn't come back to Oakland and just straight up lost his mind because I think he would have a lot of fun working with Jameis, Mike Evans. Uh, yeah, he, of course, Galloway was his guy, but uh-huh. yeah, he'd get to use Jimmy Giles. Yeah, that I think he could do some really creative things. So as long as Dungy hires a, a competent offense coordinator, which was actually one of his problems in Tampa – I mean, this is a this is a defense that's going to give up, you know, what eleven points per game. Yeah, Jameis can give me two touchdowns. I'm good. Yeah, yeah, definitely could. So, all right, well, David, go ahead and run down uh, run down your defense. Who do you have? All right, so I got Warren Sapp and Gerald McCoy manning in the middle of my defensive line, along with JPP and Jack Smith. I got Hardy Nickerson, Quan Alexander, Devin White, middle linebackering the crap out of that group. <laughs> uh, Rondé Barber and Rivas Island. And then I've got Dexter Jackson, Super Bowl MVP, and the only safety in franchise history to ever make a Pro Bowl, Mr. Johnny Lynch. Yep. Yeah. Lynch is my Lynch is my dude. I I'm kind of bummed that I didn't get him, but I knew he was gone, but I, I couldn't turn down Derek Brooks and, and Leroy Salmon. So going down mine. In the middle, I got Leroy Selman and Booger McFarlane wreaking havoc. On the ends, I have Greg Spires and Simeon Rice. My linebackers, I got Shelton Corals in the middle and Derek Brooks and Levante David on the outsides. My corners are Donnie Abraham and Aqib Talib. My safeties are Dwight Smith and Deshaun Goldson. My punter, Josh Bidwell, and head coach, Tony Dungy. I mean, I like both teams. So- I do, too. You know who I would have taken, though, as a free safety if I were you? Tenard Jackson. Cedric Brown. That was my number two free safety on my list. And I had Bradley McDougal because I just, I'm a big fan of Bradley McDougal. I was heartbroken when he left. I'm a little disappointed that neither one of us took Brent Grimes. <laughs> um, so what's what's next on, uh, what's what's going to next on Lockdown Books? I mean, Well, that'll do it, of course, for this episode. David and I have completed our all-time Buccaneers teams. If you didn't listen to yesterday's episode, please go back, check out how our offense is shaped up, pair them with our defense, and uh, we will have a a winner declared uh, in some form or fashion. But until tomorrow, please make sure you're checking out everything going on over at BucksNation.com. Make sure you're sending us your voicemails to 813 444 Five eight four one. You can send in show topics. You can criticize our drafts. You you know whatever you want to hear us discuss or want to hear covered. Make sure you're giving us a call. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Our good friends over at Himalaya. We're on Spotify, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, anywhere you can find podcasts. We are there. Uh, if you're on Apple Podcasts, please make sure you rate and review the show. Leave us five stars. It helps other Buccaneers fans 
find us, and we greatly appreciate it. It makes us feel all warm and fuzzy inside. Make sure you follow along on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JRCO underscore Bucks, at DH82 underscore Bucks, and at Bucks underscore Nation. Hope you all have a safe, wonderful, enjoyable day, and thank you so much for joining us right here at Locked on Bucks. Don't tell